we hold these truths that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments longer... Was I freaking muted the whole time? Did y'all even hear the anthem? I literally was unmuted when I was playing the anthem, so I don't know why it muted itself. So was the anthem not playing?
one. All right, un momento. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the government. And whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer, while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free. Hello, guys. Thank you for your patience and uh, listening to it muted again. I'm not for sure why I keep on having issues with calling lately. Um, hopefully there's some little bugs that will get fixed soon. I checked too, there was no update, so I'm not really for sure what happened there, but I'm happy that I'm able to get the chats this time. That's good, it's good. So, okay, so I first came across the H.R. 350 Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021-2, MTG had posted it. I would have missed it. So basically this is coming from their reaction from January 6th, which was a whole hoax. I don't care if you're what side of the aisle you're on. Um, that wasn't what they said it was. And they're trying to use some um, false flag to push these kind of laws to concern you. So if they're going to do something like this to one group of people, they'll do it to another group of people. Nobody cares until it happens to them. But why even get to that point? Because as you've seen gradually, it's going to affect everyone. Certain things have been affecting people regardless if you want to believe it or not. Um, MTG says, I am voting no this week on H.R. 350 Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2022. It gives unlimited money to the FBI, DOJ, and DHS to target anyone that challenges Biden, um, administrators, uh, administrators' policies, and commits a, a hate crime. Vague definition, they could be uh, vague, de- de- excuse me, vague definition that could be things like sex, like telling a man to get out of our daughter's bathroom or Trump supporters posting about elections. It's in, it empowers the Biden's DOJ to train federal um, prosecutors on how to prosecute anyone they charge with domestic terrorism. And she does have the bill attached to this. And I will go ahead. I actually uh, put an article together with some screenshots and I also have um the bill in that article so that you guys can look it up. Let me go ahead and get you guys a copy of it in the chat. And I'm going to go ahead and add it to um, the description of the show while I have this here. So you guys can take a look at that. We're going to take a few peeks here at these little screenshots that I've taken here. I'm going to dig a lot deeper into it. Um, This is something that's extremely important, you guys, that 
this is something we can't just really talk about. You might have to take action because this gets past the House and it goes to the Senate. I and the Senate passes it because I'm quite sure it would because you have people y'all y'all believe in like Ted Cruz. People believe that he's for you guys. He's not. He literally called those people terrorists themselves and said he was scared out of his mind. He was so afraid. So you guys have people on both sides of the aisle who are going to work against you. And we're going to have to fight this back. Like, I think this is going to pass. They're going to, they're going to go, they're going to get rid of anybody who opposes them. Um, This is, this is really scary, scary stuff. So let me get to this information for you guys. Pull the screenshot. Um, You guys can go to, let me make sure I put it in the live chat so I'm not going crazy here. Let me make sure. Okay, if you guys can follow me to the, my um my little nugget there I put in the live chat, and then I'm going to go over these things real quick with you. So the um, sponsor of this bill was uh, Mr. Snyder. I actually tagged him on Twitter. His whole His whole name is... One second... Schneider, if I'm saying that right. His name is Bradley Scott um, Schneider. He's a Democrat, Illinois, District 10. Um, he's the one who proposed this bill. And so it's to authorize H.R. 350 Report uh, 117-292 Part 1 to authorize dedicated domestic terrorism, terrorism offices within the Department of Homeland Security. The Department of Justice, FBI, to analyze and monitor domestic terrorist activities and require the federal government to take steps to prevent domestic terrorism. You have a whole list of people, a, a very, very, very long list of people um, who've uh, approved this himself is one of them. Mr. Nadler, Mr. Fitzpatrick, Mrs. Kelly of Illinois, Mr. Bacon, Mr. Vincent Gonzalez of Texas, Mr. Upton. And Mr. Coria, if that's how you say if I say some of their names wrong, forgive me. I, I'm not the best with pronouncing names. But they introduced this following bill, which was referred to the Committee on the Judiciary and in, a, in addition to Committees of Homeland Security and Armed Services for a period to be subs, uh, substantially determined by the Speaker, in each case for consideration of such provisions as fall within the jurisdiction of the Committee's concern. There's a whole bunch of people's names in here, but I'm going to just poke out the ones that catch my eye. Um, Mrs. Jackson Lee, she's over in Texas, that old lady who can barely think, doesn't even know what, anything about gun. She said a bullet was like as big as someone's head or something. It's like a regular-sized handgun. These are the people making laws and trying to tell us that we're terrorists, guys. I'm trying to see if there's anyone else whose name just pops out to me as I'm looking through real quick. Um... No, but it's a lot of people. It's a whole lot of people. Another Texas person. We have Mr. Green, Al Green of Texas is on here. Mrs. Johnson of Texas on here. This is garbage. Mr. Castro of Texas is on here. You got people in Florida in here. Kansas. All kinds of places here. So, um, the bill authorized it. I read the part. Is it repeating it? Is it repeating it? Yes, I read the part. It was repeating itself. Um, 
It's going to the different terms here, but let me go to my screenshots on my profile. Those things are the highlighted things I had pointed out. So you guys do need to read it because I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. I highlighted those people who are on it. Next up is the 50 USC 1701 Unusual and Extraordinary Threat Declaration of National Emergency Exercise of Presidential Authorities. That was listed um, in this bill explaining that this they the president can use this authority um, on us. Um, any authority granted to the president by Section 1702 of this title may be exercised to deal with any unusual and extraordinary threat, which has its source in whole or substantial part outside of the United States to the national security, foreign policy, or, or the economy of the United States. If the president declares a national emergency with respect to such threat, the authorities granted to the president by Section 1702 of this title may only be exercised to deal with unusual extraordinary threats to respect to which a national emergency um, has been declared for purposes of this chapter. It may not be exercised for any other purpose. Any exercise of such authorities to deal with a new threat shall be based. The next clip I have on here that I have on the site, um, Offices to Combat Domestic Terrorism. Domestic Terrorism Unit. This is authorized by Domestic Terrorism Unit in the Office of Intelligence and an analyst of the Department of Homeland Security, which shall be responsible for monitoring, monitoring and analyzing domestic terrorism activity. What does that sound like to you? To monitor, analyze, investigate, and prosecute domestic terrorism. It sure does sound a lot like they're going to spy on us to find a reason to say that we're terrorists. To me. Don't I wouldn't put that below the government to do so, and especially how they did t January 6th. They would do that to us. Hold on, guys. I cannot see the call-in screen, so let me check to see real quick if you guys. Okay. 30 seconds ago. I'm um, frame thrower. I'm going to add you, so you can let me know if some sound issues are going on while we're talking. Because someone just said I was breaking up in you guys, and I, I don't know why. It will be breaking up. But Robert, you, I have a mic so you can uh, keep me up to date if something's going on with the sound. Okay. Um, the authorized, the authorized uh, domestic terrorism office and the counterterrorism section of this National Security Division of Department of Justice, which shall be responsible for investigating and, and prosecuting incidents of domestic terrorism, which shall be headed by the Domestic Terrorism Council and which shall be coordinated with the Civil Rights Division of Domestic Terrorism, matters that will um, always be hate crime incidents. So what they deem as a hate crime, which is subjective, that's another thing. So how are you going to claim something as a hate crime? You can name anything as a hate crime. So domestic terrorism section of the FBI. By the way, this doesn't this sound real expensive too? So we're going to pay you guys to spy on us and try to screw our lives up and then deem us as a terrorist? Okay, that sounds like a real expensive, I don't think so. Anyways, there, there is authorized, there is authorized a, what, they, who wrote this? It says there is authorized a domestic terrorism section within the counterterrorism division of the FBI which shall be responsible for investigating domestic terrorism activities, staffing. The secretary, the general, the attorney general, and the director shall each ensure that each office authorized under this section and their prospective agency shall have an equipped number of employees to perform the required duties 
have not less than one employee dedicated to ensuring compliance with civil rights and civil rights, liberties, and laws and regulations require that all employees undergo annual anti-bias training. The offices authorized under this subsection shall terminate on the date that is 10 years after the date of the enact of this act. Like I said, a lot of money. And you're st- you're training people to do this stuff to us, and we're have to pay for that. And where where are they giving this authorization to a bureau? This 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 bureaucracy already has enough power already. They already have unelected a power. They're not even elected officials, and you're giving them all this power to police us. This is gonna be a police state, guys. We can't. Ooh, let me keep going. I hope you guys are fired up and I hope you guys are thinking in your head. I hope every single one of y'all listening comes up here and talks tonight because this is serious. Marjorie says she's going to be voting on this this week. And this is just through the House. Next is the Senate. Joint report on domestic terrorism. Biannual report required. Not later than 180 days after the date of enactment of this act. And each six months thereafter for 10 years, period, beginning the date of enactment of this act. The Secretary of Homeland Security, the Attorney General, and the Director of the FBI shall submit a joint report authored by the Domestic Terrorism Office authorized under paragraph 123, 1, 2, and 3 in subsection A. Let me also, I want to see something. Here we go. Okay, each... Oh, it says the committee, uh, the committee of Homeland Security and the permit select committee on the intelligence of the House representatives. Um, the contents, each report submitted under paragraph one shall include an assessment of the domestic terrorism threat posed by white supremacists, neo-Nazis, including white supremacists and neo-Nazis infiltration of federal, state and local law enforcement agencies and uniformed services. And in the first report, an analysis of incidents of an attempt of instances domestic terrorism that have occurred in the United States since January 1st, um, 2012, including any white supremacist related incidents or uh, attempted incidents in each subsequent report and analysis of uh, incidents or attempts of incidents. So, so they jump right into the whole white supremacist things as if white people are the only ones that can be terrorists. That's insane. And the fact that I said, when I posted this, I said, why don't you guys just throw this out? This is not constitutional. You shouldn't be voting on it at all. They got way too much power. And it doesn't really matter what side of the spectrum that you're on politically. This is against anybody who goes against the government. And you, you may be fine right now, but it could be you next. And then by then it'll be too late. Think about what has happened to other countries historically. What happens to people? When you're reading a history class, you know, oh, no, it wouldn't have been me. Couldn't have been me. But look at us not doing anything. And then doing this. They don't care. It's like, what constitution? We do what we want. Flamethrower, did you want to add anything? Yeah, um, sorry, my my phone has been acting up. The touch screen is very sluggish. Uh, my new phone should be coming in this week. I got that new cast, uh, new Cat S sixty two, uh, from uh, T Mobile. 
pretty nice phone. He even has a built-in walkie, built-in uh, walkie-talkie button for like Zello and stuff. So, um, nice. so um, first of all, this is uh, basically revisiting the Patriot Act. the The federal government uh, has they they have long been mad at the people for opposing the Patriot Act. I it's times like this it really burns me that uh that how many times people like people like me and many others in the tech community we were called conspiracy theorists we were called traitors we were given lines like well if you're not a criminal what you got to worry about you're not a terrorist well guess what I'm not a terrorist today, but the government can write that definition. And they have, and and by the way, you mentioned white supremacists. Um, look at the way they apply white supremacists these days. Anyone that's to the right of Stalin is called a white supremacist. That 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 would they call Tucker Carlson a white supremacist. He's anything but, but this bill would give them the power to lock up people like him too, Be, even though he himself is he's he's far from a white supremacist, you know. Uh, and and it's they're also going to have the pa- uh, power to lock up people that say have questionable views on the Holocaust, like Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes is an avid Holocaust denier. You know, I'm not going to say on calling my position on the Holocaust, but I'm just going to say that the U.S. government hasn't exactly been honest and neither was the Soviets or the Germans at that time. But that's but that's irrelevant because it's going to be illegal to question the U.S. government if they pass this law. This is their wet dream. It's And by the way, this is just a reassertion of their power because they already have it. It's called the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act. It that it was renewed the last time it was up for renewal. And you might want to take notes as well, please. I the reason I don't need to take notes on that is because I've been following this stuff for a long time. The NDAA gives them the authority uh in in the case of martial law to set up camps and force people in, in those camps. It gives it gives a broad spectrum of emergency powers in case of a quote emergency. Uh, and the and it does give them the unconstitutional authority to dis- suspend constitutional rights. So if so if you if you even remotely care about freedom, it go back to articles from two, the early 2000s where people were talking about this stuff. We've been talking, but nobody's been listening. So I should say very few have been listening because we were just a banging nerds. Well, guess what? We're trying to protect those of us in the IT community. We're trying to protect your rights as well. A lot of people in the tech sector are very independent for good reason. So, so look up the Patriot Act, the NDAA, 
Um, because believe me, they already have these powers. So if you want, if you want to make a change, we need to get them to repeal the NDAA and, and believe and the Patriot Act. That's been our wet dream for a long time to restore the Patriot Act, which gave them unlimited wiretaps, which means, and, and I don't believe that the feds ever stopped with the unlimited wiretaps. It just goes, they just do it in a more covert way these days. You know, you know, like that occasional friend request you get from somebody that has very few friends or somebody that you don't know and that there's no logical reason that they would be contacting you. So you got to remember everybody is going to be under the gun here, not just people that you deem the enemy. We are the enemy of the government. We the people. So I really suggest you listen. Absolutely. And can you do me a favor and put what you're just discussing in the live chat, please, so that we can uh, copy and paste it and do our research on it, please? Teamwork makes a dream work. They want us divided. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, Renee. And they're coming for us from from many directions. Yep. Radio uh, Radio Freedom, you're absolutely right. Um, um, make sure y'all come up here and have this conversation because we are having a 7.30 show, but we have some time. This is important. I, I want to hear from everyone that's listening. This is, and then, hey, you may be like um, on the rock, on the fence on things about some of this. Let's talk about it because this is affected. It's going to affect everybody. Larry Elder was called the black face of white supremacy. Um, yep, he was. If they'd say the same thing about Candace Owens too, so they can talk, say that we're helping white supremacists too. It's crazy how the Democrats were the white supremacists and they had the KKK, and all of a sudden now this is so bad, and they want to deem people what they exactly what they were. Crazy, crazy. Um, they've been spying on us for a long time. But 9-11 brought upon the Patriot Act, which is in itself gave permission to spy on us. By the way, I can hear you now. <laughs> Thank you. And also, you guys, that, that link I gave you, that's that's my website. If you're not subscribed, make sure you do. I try to put some stuff in there before we go on show sometimes. Um, and then share it with other people so they can see it too. Like I said, uh, caring is sharing. Sharing is caring. Wait, caring is sharing, yes. And uh, just keeping it between us doesn't really get the job done. So if y'all could do me a big favor on all your platforms, share it. Because, like, I don't have Facebook quite yet. Um, but where I actually will utilize it. But make sure you guys share the information. They do have the authority to suspend our rights and elections under martial law. I do share. I know you do, Renee. Uh, Renee, I appreciate you. Let's get Johnny over here. Um, are you done with your piece, uh, Robert, before we let Johnny over? Yeah, I'm just typing it up. Thank you. And then here's Johnny. That's funny. That's funny. I start dancing at this point, right? I'm gonna start call. I'm gonna start announcing you that way each time. Here's Johnny. <laughs> you know, I follow your show uh, quite a bit. Uh, as I said on the show before, I think you put out some really good information, good topics. And as you know, where I come from. Uh, I've got this strategy that I'm not going to get into, uh, really, uh, because of time constraints. I think you've got another show going on. But I just wanted to offer a couple of things that uh, people might want to think about when you talk about 
number one, that it's really serious matter, and number two, that we really act, we have to act. And what I've observed, you know, looking at history and just thinking about these sort of things, is number one, uh, leaders get killed. They get killed, you know. I mean, JFK, MLK, you know, anybody that works for the people, on behalf of the people, they get killed. So I don't think that, you know, going with a leader, you know, or having a leader is a good idea. Also, protests on the street, you know, it's too easy, you know, for provocators, provocateurs to uh, take over a protest, right? Uh, number three, that uh, we... Hey, hey, Johnny, can you speak yeah, closer yeah. to the mic for me? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, is this a little better? Oh, it's a lot better. Thank you. Okay, okay. Uh, so, also, um, it's really easy for those goons, you know, to go out to your house and, you know, get you, you know what I mean, if you're a lone voice, right? So, I was thinking the best way, really, that we can do this is, number one, don't go on the street and protest. And number two, uh, make yourself visible, showing who you are, and that way we're not, like, wondering to ourselves, gosh, who's on my side, who's... Who's thinking the way I am, you know? And uh, number three, once we do that, then all we have to do from that point is just try to identify where power lies, you know? Because um, I'll make this really quick uh, analogy. You know, uh, Jake Uger here a while ago when he had the Young Turks before he turned to the dark side uh, was going around and he had this uh, program called the Wolf Pack. And what he was trying to do is make an amendment to the Constitution to get money out of politics, Right. And, uh, and he had accomplished maybe like five states that was, uh, that, that was petitioning the federal government for a state's right to, uh, to amend the Constitution under Article 5. And, um, and he didn't get it done. And I, I tell people, I kind of imagine, you know, how it all worked. So here I have, you know, he has in his hand the Constitution, right? And this is the law. And, you know, we have a right for, for an Article 5. Uh, constitutional convention to amend the constitution and I've got petitions and I've got five states and I've got lawyers and I'm just imagining how the federal judges looked at him looked at the piece of paper and then looked over his shoulder and said you and what army right so it's not enough just to say I've got the constitution you got to have power behind it and I personally as you know you know again I'm not going to get into it but I've identified me I've got power and what, who am I? I'm a truck driver. And that's what really, really got my attention when you were reading out HR, I think, what was it, 350? When part of that said where you are deemed a domestic terrorist if you disrupt the economy, right? Uh, you know, and that's my, 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 that's my thing. My thing is that we really do have power. Uh, and we and we've identified that power in the truck driver and the garbage collector. All we got to do is convince the truck driver and the garbage collector to to exercise that power. And you know something else? Listen, I'm a driver out here, and I'm driving. I'm stopping at truck stops. I'm loading and unloading. And if there is ever ever an example of the American working class, it is the American truck driver. I'm telling you, it's something else to see Russians, Irishmen, Mexicans, Cubans. Black people, white people, young people, old people. I mean, all kinds of people, Arabs. I mean, every every nationality out there, right? And we're all represented in the truck drivers. Now, how would it look, and, and this is, this is you know, my idea, right? How would it look if, 
everybody were all together in one saying, truck driver, you have the power to shut the economy down and put the oligarch against his paid representative and make that representative make a choice. Either you give in to the demands of the people, give us our government back, you know, uh, or you tear up the Constitution and give it a proper name. They're not going to do that. And if we actually have to go through a general strike, guess what happens? What happens? We, we all go home. You ain't got to get a job, and this is it. I'll finish with this. I'll close with this. We no, I have a question. I have a Go question. When would, you, when, would, when would the truck drivers want to start this? Because they are voting on this this week in the House. Well, so the whole you. like red T-shirt yeah. and the whole thing isn't going to work because they're doing this right. right now. Right. No, no, no. It's a done deal. That is a done deal. I'm talking about a year, even two, even three years from now. Maybe this process takes two or three years. The law is going to be the law. What is going to keep us intact, in what is going to keep us... Uh, without going to jail, right, without, you know, facing this law, is that most people in the city have on their website this strategy and is going forth with this power, this power thing. What, what, are, they, what are the feds going to do? Are they going to go to each and every person that posts this and has red and white and says, you're against the government, you're going to jail. And then he's going to look around and say, well, shit, your whole neighborhood is, too. You know, so they can't do that, right? They can't do that. And all we're doing really is wearing red and white and we're saying, listen, I've had enough. And you know what? I have power. And I'm going to exercise that power. And you got a choice, Representative. Either you give in to giving us our country back or you you follow your, you know. But lastly, and I'm going to close with this, right? You know, talking about power and strategies and how to, you know, action. The last thing and the most important thing, Chris Hedges said it well uh, a couple of lectures ago. He said this. He says, you know, you know you got it when you can go to the people that protect the power, elite, the police officer, the military man, and you convince him to turn his back on you. In other words, face the, uh, the oligarchs. Now, what's going to happen if we all go on strike? We're not going to go to work. What are we going to do? We're going to go visit that police officer, and we're going to ask him simply, are you a neoliberal? Are you going to fight on my side or on their side? Because if it's about to hit the fan, and you got a choice to make. That right yeah. there, power. So, hey, I think we should have that communication with our law enforcement. Like, I'm going to keep bringing this up, but I think one way we can protect ourselves against this um, is also making sure we get with our sheriff's departments. And our, our, some places call it board of supervisors. Some of them call them county commissioners um, and deem their county as constitutional counties. And so if they come to your county trying to mess with you, they that you have, you know that they'll have your back to protect you. Most likely, will go to those counties where you're not protected. Yeah. Um, you know, you with law enforcement. And then the other thing I, I wanted to point out too: what's the consequence for a being called a, a terrorist death? So right. I want to play the game of letting them, giving them the opportunity to try to call me a terrorist or anyone a terrorist. And people think, well, look, she's a terrorist. So it was okay. I guess she had to die because she was a terrorist, and that's it. Right. Because the media right. can put a narrative, and they can say you're whatever you they did. The media has yeah. turned themselves to the courtroom. The yeah. other thing hey, you said, I want right. to, the other thing I want to speak on too is you said the leaders simply get killed. I want to make sure we we kind of stop trying to say those things because right. that's how you don't get people who want to stand up because then then they'll choose fear over fighting like for their rights or you know upholding their duty to protect their rights. So that's a good point. That's a good point. So, really, you gotta so watch he, out what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, we gotta watch how we talk to each other. Yeah. 
and not, not instill fear in each other because that's not how we're going to be able to take win. Here's another thing. How do you get rid of that fear? Well, you uh, you wear the armor of God. You you know, I've been through a lot of trials recently myself, and I think I'm being tested to see, like, would I turn my back on him when things get tough and tougher and tougher and tougher. And I, I believe I've been proving myself not to do that. Um, even regardless when people say, oh, I'm not a believer or whatever, I'm not, not going to not talk about them because it might make someone uncomfortable. But I'm not going to force it on you either. But, right. but I think that if people start fearing, looking to God first and turning to him for protection, I'm not going to say you get shot with a bullet, you're going to make it. But you never know what's going to happen when you have God on your side opposed to without him. Would you prefer to have God on your side or be naked human being going against other human beings? I would prefer to have God on my side. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, well, you know, uh, I sure hope there's enough people with enough common sense to vote this down. You know, it's just kind of scary, all these people. You know, you didn't, you couldn't even read them all out. There are so many. So, scary. scary. Yeah. That means because there's, what, 400 and some of them in there or five? I don't know how many people are in the house now. There's a whole bunch of them in the house now, and it was a whole bunch of them. And I'm telling you guys, if it gets to the Senate, I think they're going to pass it. Um, they're going to pass it. And so we have to, like, gun hole and stand up. This is, and it's insane how important this is, and people are seeing posts now, but it's, it's not entertaining. It's not some, some oh, I can say this, you did it now. It's just, Come on, conservatives, you get your voice back and it's what you want to talk about. Is it the two genders and stuff? We get it. Why don't you come up with stuff that really matters right now? You think you're playing these games and arguing with Democrats about free speech, but you want to talk about anything else that actually matters. Right. What what, what was the point of you getting your voice back if you're not going to use it for anything? Right. Right. Yeah, they think we're dumb. We're not. We're not dumb at all. You know, we have nothing. I think a lot of people are dumb, honestly. I'm not, I'm not to be mean, but I think a lot of people are dumb because you get your voice back. And what did you need your voice for then if you weren't going to do, use it for any good? You're just going to try to get a whole bunch of reposts and stuff just because you got your, you can say there's two genders now. Uh, you can say this. I don't know what else they're saying. I just scroll past that stuff because I'm looking for stuff like news that actually matters. Things that will affect our livelihood. What, what is this distraction for? Yeah. Well, I appreciate you, Johnny. Um, Robert's yep. back up here. Let's pull him back up. You, and I appreciate you. I love that you come up here. And we don't ever see eye to eye. But hey, yep. I, I I got a whole name for you now. Here's yep. Johnny. So like this is how, <laughs> this is how we work, guys. <laughs> All right. I appreciate Bye. you. Don't work too hard. Hey, Robert. What's up? Um. First of all, I. I would like to thank uh, Johnny if he was one of the truckers that was in the Freedom Convoy and the People's Convoy because uh, when the truckers uh, slowed down the Beltway, all the libtards in this area, they were reading about, ah, these truckers are just a bunch of babies that won't take the vaccine and wear a damn mask already. And it's like, y'all don't get the fucking point. They're protecting your rights, too, even though you're being a big baby about it. But you, generally speaking, being them, of course. But um, but remember this. Society cannot function without blue-collar workers. 
if this was a survival situation, who would be the first to be thrown to the wolves? It would be the white collar workers because it, in a survival situation, uh, that well, what use do you have for a paper pusher? Because let's say you're in the woods, you got tw you got 20 people with you. Five of them are plumbers. Two of them are electricians. One of them is HVAC. One of them is an engineer. Two of them are scientists. One is a lawyer, and two and two are business CEOs. So, uh, who do you think is going to be thrown to the wolves? And in, in if worse comes to worst, the lawyer and the CEO, of course, because uh, it because. You can go without them any day of the week, but you cannot go without resources. So here's what we need to do. We need to remind the truckers. Um, I wish they had gone harder, um, but they're the ones who can really make a change. Because when you order off Amazon, who do you think delivers your goods? When you order off a website, who delivers your goods? How do you think food gets into the city? Truckers. Uh, they're the ones busting their butts to get to get things to all these cities as well as the countryside. So all, all we really have to do to make the point to Washington in worst case scenario, boycott all the blue cities. Let people starve. Because it, I guarantee you, There'll be two weeks until they start uh, start begging for, please start delivering our goods. We're sorry for calling you a bunch of big babies. Please come back. We're, we're hungry. We can't get anything to eat. We're tired of driving 30 miles just for a meal. And, you know, and it, so, and all the neighborhood Karens, well, they're not going to be getting their treadmills and their big screen TVs and everything else. They're going to be like, please come back, truckers. We'll be nicer to you. That's how you can make the point. The blue-collar workers need to refuse to work. That's how we rise up. That when, when, the, when the janitors stop cleaning the buildings and the bathrooms start looking like crap in the city, when the store shelves get empty... Uh, when uh, when the elect I lost you. Sorry about that. My goddamn phone. Okay, but uh, when but when things don't get fixed and things don't get done, that is going to be how we make our stand to Washington because the Thirteenth Amendment forbids slavery. And how are you going to enslave a population that has more guns than people? You don't think they're going to shoot back if you try to put them in chains and, and force them to work? Absolutely. You guys, I'm going to go ahead and close this one out under Anthem because we have 13 minutes to the next one. Give me one second, you guys.
Okay, I, got, I was able to unmute it there. Sorry. I appreciate you all from being here for this one. I'll see you the next one. The next one will be a little more lighthearted, a little more fun. Um, the last two are very serious. <laughs> and I want to thank Wanderer, Robert, Johnny, James, Renee, Baldy, Justin. I saw Charlie here earlier. If I missed someone else, I do apologize, but I do. I'm so grateful for you guys and for y'all being here. And we're going to close on the anthem. Un momento, por favor. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed but when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty, to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. You're tuning into the Constitutionalist with Donnie the Don. Don't be political property. Be free.